When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After last week's win, I was thinking about Gladia the movie. Maximus Aurelius saying, are you not entertained? Well, guess what? This week, I wasn't. And we were, all we talked about was complimentary football. Well, guess what? We got none of it. That was slap in the face football. Nobody showed up. I'm still waiting. So my dogs from Dover got to tell me what happened. Let's go Browns. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Dogs. As you can see, it's just the two of us today. Uh, Zach, you know, busy right now. He coaches basketball, so we knew it's going to be spotty for him per usual. And then Justin, last minute, had something pop up and he couldn't make it. So this is going to be a first for dogs podcast history just the two of us well i mean half the team showed up today for the podcast that's more than what showed up yesterday for the browns so i guess we're doing better we're sticking with the theme yeah. theme of the week <laughs> uh if you'd like to get uh, your intro on the show head to the dogspodcast.com tap leave voicemail on the drop down menu in that same drop down menu you'll find a link for our merch store our good friend kenny mack is currently raising money for his movember campaign you guys know kenny mack from all the intros he leaves on the show he's the president of the ottawa browns backers up in canada um he's doing this campaign to help with cancer research kenny mack's a cancer survivor himself all around cool dude uh we love when he leaves us intros so we want to help him reach his goal at our merch store you'll find a new t-shirt design anytime one of these shirts is sold 100 percent of the proceeds will go to can- uh, kenny's campaign bowl so uh goal so if you're interested in helping Ken uh, hit his campaign goal for this, I think it's 2000 He's a little over halfway there, so that's how I'll get him the rest of the way there. Get yourself a T-shirt for a good cause, um, or if you'd like to just donate and you don't care about the T-shirt, we have the link to his uh, campaign on – it's pinned in all the comments on our, our recent videos, so you can find the uh, link there. Um, well, the Browns came out late in the egg yesterday, but before we dive into all that, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen. 
For those of you who are watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Remember to tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Lastly, if you're looking for more content, head to jointhedogs.com to become an official Dog Pack member on our Patreon page. Um, we got the fantasy leagues going. Josh had another narrow defeat by less than a point, so he's really enjoying it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. A lot <laughs> of fun. We got game day threads on there, um, group text, uh, just a lot of fun, and it's just kind of a cool place to hang out with other Browns fans. I think all of us in there have actually become like, I guess, pen pals almost, like pretty good friends that we've never met, but I take a bullet for them. <laughs> no, uh, so if, if you're looking for that kind of thing, uh, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official dog pack member. We're looking for ways to beef that up too. So if you join and have ideas and make it, how to make it better, how to make it cooler, just let us know and uh, we'll get it done. In the doghouse. Let me say something to you as a friend. You suck. That's an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Biggest. Uh, so this, we usually do what went right, what went wrong in no particular order. This week, there will be no one right section. Yeah, welcome to our only segment of the day. Yeah, what went wrong, where to start. Um, <laughs> I'll let you figure that one out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, t- I'm accepting apologies uh, from all the YouTube haters over the last <laughs> week when I got crucified on YouTube for some of the comments I made last week telling me I was negative. I, di- I didn't know what I was talking about. I was a hater for just saying things that I thought were like pretty obvious. <laughs> and um, I said, you weren't going to convince me the offense was fixed because of one game against the, the Bengals. Um, in which they gave us three turnovers. We scored a defensive touchdown. We had short fields all game. We were getting 10 yards a clip, and they just got torched by Mike White. And everybody <laughs> said I was being a hater. When I, and when I, you know, I tried to bring up you know, some of the second-half stats last week, everybody said, well, you're just trying to run the clock out. We, we didn't need to do the bubble. I was a hater. It was all Odell's fault. <laughs> I said the only explanation, Odell must have been hiding on the sidelines somewhere yesterday. That's the only explanation for the, the uh, offense poor play. Uh, yeah, I think he was he was creeping around over there somewhere. Yeah. You know? <laughs> must have been. I mean, it, it, it was so bad, and I don't want to beat a dead horse, but that that I said yesterday, and I don't think I'm overselling this, I think Baker played his way out of a contract yesterday. Well, <laughs> so... I had a I had to call my dad after the game yesterday, and we had because <laughs> you're emotionally distraught. Oh man, yeah, and it, you know we had we had a long conversation, just griping and griping, and we kind of said the same thing. Like, well, there's no way he's getting a contract now this year. Uh, forget about it in the off season. What are you going to talk about? Yeah. What what leverage do you have? You have nothing. This was a, nothing. I said it last week. This was a barometer game. And we, yeah, and, and I agreed was, for that. For and sure. it was set up perfectly too, because they were missing their number one back. Yep. We were missing our number one back. Yep. They have a bunch of no name receivers. I mean, let's not pretend like they got a bunch of awesome guys. Nelson Aguilar is their deep threat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a bunch of receivers who I said, I made a comment a couple of weeks back that I said, our receivers on other teams would never get playing time. People butchered me. <laughs> And all I heard last week was free DPJ. He's a number one, blah, 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 blah. Well, so therefore, there was no excuse to not play well yesterday. It, it, and he got outplayed so bad by a rookie QB in his 10th game or ninth game. I mean, it, it was, you watched that game, you would have sworn 
that Mac Jones was the guy who's played 54 games. Yeah, and was taken number one overall. Yeah. I tell you, I, that's, one, that's one of the first things I said to my dad. He looks like a seasoned veteran out there against us today. Yeah. And the, and the thing is, is yeah, our defense was bad and some of the guys were open, but he made some really, really nice throws also. Mac Jones was 19 of 23, four incompletions, three touchdowns, no picks, 200 yards. What was Baker? I forget. Oh, yeah. So oh, let's 11 talk about 21. 11 of 21 for a whopping, hang on to your seats, everybody, 73 yards. In a pick. Touchdown in a pick. And he should have had two more picks, no touchdowns, yeah. and a loss in a fumble. Yeah. That that first touchdown that he threw to Njoku that he dropped. He didn't drop. He got hit out of his hand. Yeah, That's I good know, defense. But, I mean, it, it was def- I'm not going to knock the defender. He did a good job on that. But Njoku's like the mountain massive beast man on the offense. Like, dude, tuck that ball in. Like, there's, there's no way a little DB should be knocking the ball out of your hand. It, it, it definitely could have been a touchdown, but at the same time, it was good defense. But then the next play, it should have been yep. a pick. Yep, threw 100%, it right to him. 100%. Should so have been picked. He's lucky he even got a touchdown in that situation. Well, and it had to come on fourth down. Yeah. And, and Hooper made an insane catch to do it. Yes. Yeah. And then he, his pick was so bad. His pick was so bad. <laughs> I, and there were, he threw two other passes that I couldn't believe were not picked. They, yeah. they hit the defender right in the hands. Case Keenum... Had more pat when you if you pull up the box score on ESPN, yep. Baker's not it. listed as the quarterback. Case Keenum. Case Keenum is he only played one quarter, Be- and they, and they only li- on the front page on ESPN. I know what you're talking about. They only list the leaders in each stat category. Yeah. So he was the leading passer on the day. He was eight of twelve for eighty. And I'm not saying Case. I'm not no, saying no, 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 no. Yeah. Bench Case for Baker. My argument, and I made this on Twitter to somebody today, was it? They said, "Do you think Case Keenum would have beat the Patriots?" No. I'm saying if Case Keenan would have started 10 games this year for the Browns, I think our record would still just be 5 and 5. Yeah. That's the and that's the problem. He was and he's a number 1 overall pick. And again, and I said it last week, I don't want to hear excuses about injuries and whatnot cuz there he wasn't injured last week and his knee didn't get hurt. I don't want to say he, you know, just kind of took the easy way out, but it's very convenient that well, and then his, uh, and I didn't watch like the post. I couldn't watch anything after that game. So I haven't really, but I did see the comments that he made about, you know, I'm pretty banged up. We'll see how it is. Like, I didn't sound like nitty gritty uh, fighting Baker out there saying, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'll be back next week. Like he almost sounds like he's ready to hang it up or at least, and this is another thing I, I talked to my dad about. I said, Baker needs to, at the very minimum right now, they need to put him on three week IR. We Case Keenum, if Case Keenum can't lead the Browns to win over the Lions, then we shouldn't be playing football this year. Just shouldn't do it. And then, yeah, we'll have Case Keenum that first game against the Ravens. I don't think we're. I, I don't know what team's going to play. I don't know what team's coming. You know what I mean? Each week, so I mean, we might get a really good defensive performance against the Ravens, and Case Keenum could easily help us win that game, or we're just going to get shellacked. Either way, then we get the bye week. So Baker could come out of the bye week off of the three-week IR to face the Ravens for game two. You know, he'd be hopefully healed up, maybe a little healthier, whatever. But I don't think in any way, shape, or form he should play I just this don't, week. I just don't think he's that good. 
And at some point, we have to realize that the, 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 the stretch he was living off of that had everybody so hype and so unwilling to jump off his bandwagon this year was against the worst teams in the NFL last year. I did, I did a little bit of research today. We've played, Baker has played against five top 15 defenses this year. And uh, Case Keenum's played against one, the Broncos. So in the, the top 15 defenses he's played against, the Steelers, the Cardinals, the Pats, the Vikings, the Bears. Baker has a 58% completion percentage, averages 186 yards a game, and he has four touchdowns and three turnovers. That is not number one overall pick franchise quarterback. Guess, guess who you play in the playoffs? Good teams. Good teams, yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, and that, this is what I've been trying to tell people for like the last month that I've been getting my head chewed off about. And it's, yeah. it was real quiet yesterday. Even Dave V on uh, YouTube came and said maybe he was wrong and I was right. And if I convince that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Dave. Yeah, because there, I mean, I mean, that was so bad. That was so bad. And now he's played against Herbert, Kyler, uh, Mac Jones, and he lost to all of them. He mm-hmm. beat Burrow. Yeah. And, and again, he beat Burrow. He completed 14 passes last week. I hated how people were talking like he came out and set the world on fire and had a Patrick Mahomes night. He completed 14 passes 200, and for 200 yards, 60 of which were on one play. And people were trying to make it seem like he was Dan Marino last week. Yeah. That. You know, I, I know I've argued with you the last few weeks about Baker and things like that, but I, I can't. I cannot, I cannot defend him right now. I, 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 because the things that you keep saying, he keeps proving you right. <laughs> and come on, guys, think about it. That's got to kill me to tell Blake, but I'm telling him, you look to be pretty much on point with everything you've been saying lately because... So yesterday we were, we had our Patreon group chat and everything. And I, and I said in there that, you know, this is taking me back to watching Hugh Jackson football in Cleveland. I mean, we're, we can't move the ball on offense. Defense might as well not even go out there. We're just getting killed. I mean, it's, it's just an absolute nothing game. And Justin, who I wish he was going to be here today so we could have this conversation was like, Oh, come on. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. That was 45 to seven. That's our biggest loss since before the Hugh Jackson era in 2015. So Hugh Jackson never even lost a game that bad. Freddie Kitchens never lost a game that bad. I said, we went through stretches with a whole lot of Cody Kessler, some Deshaun Kaiser, and God knows who else, and we've never lost a game this bad. Uh, uh, to Some of the company we were in yesterday, <laughs> the Jets lost 45-17 to the Bills. Hey, they scored 17. Good for them. The Falcons lost 43 to 3 to the uh, Cowboys. And then we lost 45 to 7 to the Patriots. Cool. So we are in the uh, company with the Jets and the Falcons. Exactly. That's embarrassing. It's horrible. It's it is horrible. Embarrassing. And <laughs> it's just, and, and some uh, of the arguments people have been telling me about, like, why his stats are so low. Like, I pulled, I pulled up his stats for the season, which I, I don't want to get into yet. So, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll skip. I, I did some Go blind ahead. stats. Okay. All okay, right. so I like doing this sometimes. Oh, you're, so you want to skip to that part right now? Yeah, so we're going to okay. do some blind stats before. Then we'll get into some of the stats for the year, okay? Um, so some people that Baker is in the same realm with this year, stats-wise, and I want you to try to guess who these people are based on their stats. So you, All right, so none of these are Baker. These are other players. Correct. Okay, go ahead. 
uh, well, here, I'll read, I'm going to read two stats, or I'll read a couple stats. You tell me which one do you think are Baker. Okay. <laughs> 2,109 yards, eight touchdowns, six interceptions, 27.3 QBR. Eight touchdowns, six interceptions. Oh, just tell me AFC or NFC. That is an NFC team. Mm, man, Jameis? Okay. Way uh, worse. Wh- <laughs> Way worse. Um, oh, geez. Starter? Not not like a backup for an injured guy? He's a or, starter. He's a starter. Um, Started every game. Ooh. That's not Sam Darnold. Um, I don't know. Tell me. Jared Goff. I should I should have guessed Goff. Jared I know Goff. that's your that's your go to. Jared Goff. Okay, nineteen hundred eighty six. The reason I didn't say Goff, I honestly didn't think he had eight touchdowns. That's why I didn't say Goff. Uh, here's another guy: one thousand nine hundred eighty six yards, seven touchdowns, eleven picks, thirty five QBR. Okay, is that Darnold? That's Darnold. Okay, <laughs> I have to say the, the picks. Okay, then let's go here: nineteen eighty three yards, eight touchdowns, nine picks, thirty four point eight QBR. Uh, is this AFC? Yeah. Um, started every game. Yep. Oh man. You're not going to get this one. You don't think so, huh? Uh, give me a division. Uh, he's in the AFC South. AFC South. So that has got, oh geez. Who would that? Trevor Lawrence. Yep. (laughs) He had on the the, whale of a game. On the laughable Jags. Okay. And just wait. Now, then there's a couple stunners here, okay? <laughs> so then we got 1754, eight touchdowns, five interceptions, 50 QBR. This guy's missed a couple games because of injury. What was the touchdown interception again? Eight touchdowns, uh, five interceptions, 50 QBR. So literally the definition of average. Yeah. Yeah. It, that's not like a... Uh... And I'll give you a hint. Their team... This guy's been to a Super Bowl, and the team doesn't love him enough that they drafted his replacement this year. Oh, is that Garoppolo? Yeah. Ew. So, another guy. This I had fun doing this. <laughs> I can tell. 2,184 yards. Is this what you did in the fourth quarter yesterday? Yeah, 12 <laughs> touchdowns, nine interceptions, a 42.4 QBR. Uh, conference? NFC, and I'll give you a hint. He came on the scene in the playoffs last year, and then yesterday. Oh, Lord. Taylor Heineke? Taylor Heineke. Oh, man. Okay, and then last one before we get to our guy. 2,378 yards, 17 touchdowns, three picks, 55.4 QBR. 17 and three? Yep. A guy, I'll give you another hint. He was traded in the offseason because he was seen as awful, completely wrecked, done. Oh, um, I don't like the radio silence. I'm drawing a blank. Carson Wentz. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, okay. So those are. So I, I I went to look at some people that Browns fans don't think are good. Some people that their teams don't think they're great have faced some problems and give you their stats. And then there's Baker. He has one thousand nine hundred ninety yards, nine touchdowns, four interceptions, and a forty two QBR. He is essentially Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke played for hmm. Old Dominion and was undrafted. Doesn't have the best O-line in football. 
doesn't have the best running back in football, didn't have Jarvis Landry and Odell, and you could tell me Odell sucked, and it was all his fault. We're about to find out tonight. You better hope he doesn't do well tonight, guys. I will be insufferable next week. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's 100% accurate. Uh, I mean, that's the, ca- that's, that's the category he's in. And then I get told all the time, well, it's because we're a run team. This offense isn't set up to for good passing stats. Kirk Cousins had one of his best seasons ever in this offense. Stephon Diggs had over a thousand yards and what six or seven touchdowns in this offense. Adam Thielen was hurt a lot that year, still put up almost five hundred yards that year. Dalvin Cook had over a thousand yards rushing. Don't tell me this offense is set up for Baker to be awful. <laughs> There's no offense in the world that is set up for the quarterback to be bad. That's that's ignorant. Yeah, you're and, right. You're and then right. They, I get told all the time, too, like, it's because we're a run-first team. Obviously, he's not going to have good passing stats. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, I think, plays on a rushing team. He's still got a 60 QBR. He's still got 12 touchdowns and thrown for 2,400 yards. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're a run-first team. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill, he played the Saints yesterday without Derrick Henry, without Julio Jones, and they won. So, I mean, there's only so many excuses. So, real quick, I and I don't want people watching or listening to this to mistake what Blake is saying as being like negative or Baker bashing or anything. He's just reading you the stats. And I understand that in saying I, after, especially because that was my thing last week was going into the Patriots game. I was like, okay, this is where Baker proves who he is right now for this team. It was set up perfect. It it was. Everything was perfect for him. I mean, okay. Nick Chubb wasn't playing, but it didn't matter because and we'll get to that. Johnson had 62 yards in the first quarter. We were fine in the running game. Yes. But um, I, I had kind of made that my my stance for yesterday's game was okay. This is the game where Baker shows me what what he's going to be. A little for adversity, team. but it's not like he came in with no starting receivers or missing four starters on the O line. This is the NFL. No, and you're and, not going to have it perfect every week. You don't and, get to play on an all star team. No, and you said it earlier. Look at the Patriots receivers that Mac Jones has thrown to. A lot of those guys don't play on. I don't even know who half of them are. Exactly. I don't even think the Patriots do. You know. I mean, they they have a first round pick in you know the guy that I was advocating for, Nikhil Harry. All they did was tell him to go block. Yeah, it's it. So, I, I I just I am I have absolutely no defending arguments no. whatsoever. And I hear things like week. the play calling's bad. Come on, guys. He was coach of the year. You didn't complain about his play calling less than a year ago. You didn't complain about his play calling last week. Like, come on, there's at some point, like we have to, he's 27 and 27 as a starter. Call a spade a spade? Yes. I think. Is Baker good enough for us to always be like in the conversation late in the season? We might make the playoffs. Yes. I don't know about you, but that's not, I don't care about that. Ask, ask like, you know, the teams that do that every year, the Packers, you think they've had a lot of fun the last 10 years being in the conversation, but not making it? No. I know, dude, and and I heard a lot of people when I saw on social media and Twitter and stuff, people saying like, oh, well, but look at the AFC North. Like, you know, it's still wide open. And it is, which is crazy. It is, but the thing to keep in mind, and I'm not trying to be negative, but the thing to remember is we still have what? 
four games left on our schedule within the AFC North. Which is good that we control our own destiny, but is it? We, <laughs> yeah, we went know. through that last year, and we almost, I mean, we had to beat uh, Mason Rudolph to get there. Yeah. And, and you know, like I, I said this, I think, a couple weeks ago, we don't we didn't get gifted the easiest schedule in the league this year. We're going to have to go out and beat teams. And that, it goes back to those early season losses that put us in this position now where all of a sudden we're in a, a decline. And it, well, I shouldn't even say we're in a decline. We're on such a freaking roller coaster this year. It's, oh my gosh, the defense was great. We scored points. Holy crap, what team was that? Defense played great. We didn't really score any points. And it's just like up and down, up and down, up and down. It, it's it's getting very frustrating to watch. We're, at least on offense right now, we're a one-dimensional football team. If yeah. we if we if we can't run the ball for 180 yards, we're going to lose. Or even yesterday, it seemed like they just wanted to try to pass. Well, it, it, at some point, you the defense, especially. I mean, the Patriots' defense oh, yeah. is good. They're gonna you can you're not going to go into New England and, and just be able to line up and run on them. They're not going to let you do that. It worked on the first drive, and yeah, and then they made some adjustments. That's about it. Yeah, maybe if we hit a couple passes, then they have. To, but they never had to change what they were doing. It's just the the. I just don't. I think he. I Dan Orlovsky today on Get Up and then on like uh, Max Kellerman's uh, show. Dan's been a huge mm. Baker supporter, so for him to come on and he he said on Get Up that he was talking about Baker and stuff like that, and they said, "Well, would you take Baker over Kirk Cousins?" And he thought about it and he said, "No, that's all I needed to hear." If the if uh, the biggest national media Baker supporter says he won't take him over Kirk Cousins, ask Minnesota if they. I mean, we say Kirk Cousins is is good. He's an average quarterback that puts up stats against bad teams and gets them to eight to ten wins. But do you think they're ever going to win a Super Bowl? No, and because he's not the guy out there making big plays to win games and no. bring you back. And I use this as an example. A couple of weeks ago, they played Dallas. Dallas started Cooper Rush. Obviously, the Vikings started Kirk Cousins. If you looked at the stats at the end of the game, it it, it felt so much like a Cleveland game with Baker, where if you looked at the stats at the end of the game, you're saying, Kirk did everything he could. He didn't make any mistakes. He threw for 190 yards, two touchdowns. He was 18 to 26. He played fine. Until you look at the other side, and you realize he got outplayed by Cooper Rush. And then if you watched the game, you saw the offense was completely stagnant, and he he hit eight screen passes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I don't care about that kind of stuff. I watch the games. Yep, yep. You can look at, yeah, look at the box scores, look at the stats, but what is your what do your eyes tell you? And that's, I mean, and I, I see what you're saying about the, the poor defenses over the second half of last season, but the eye test was so, like, Baker looked good. But then this year it's like, and, and you've harped on me a lot about how, how many times you're going to keep going back to last year, last year, last year. Well, I think I'm done going back to last year. Yes, I mean seriously. I, I said yesterday was that yesterday was the game. Like, show me, just show me. And I guess that's what he showed me. Yeah, I'm very, very just. It sucks. It really does. Then on uh, Max Kellerman's show, they said it was him and Max and Keyshawn, and they were talking about like what kind of money he should get. And they said, and Keyshawn's like, "Well, you're not going to give him forty. And Dan was like, "Well, no, of course not. He shouldn't want that." Which. Do we know if Baker, like Baker's going to want to get paid like a starting quarterback? He might not want 45, but he's still going to get paid like a starter. And then Dan said, 
well, then Keyshawn was like, well, would you give him 33? And Dan said, oh, I don't know if I'd give him that. If you're not, if we're not willing to pay the guy 33, what are we talking about here? 33. So what we think we're going to pay him 20 something. Why save your money and get something else. And, and Tony Grossi, a uh, guy in the Patreon sent this, Tony Grossi was on the radio screaming today about what it's going to mean for the team if Baker's not the guy and we're going to suck again. No, all these quarterbacks who got drafted in the last 20 years and they came in and sucked, they were thrown into the worst situations imaginable. It, if you moved on from Baker and brought in a quarterback, you'd be putting him in one of the best positions in football. He's playing with the best run game, the best offensive line. He's got Jarvis Landry. He's got three good tight ends. Coach of the year. There, it's a completely different situation. And, and I, I talk about it all the time. But the Rams moved off golf and brought in a new quarterback, and they didn't suck for 20 years. No, they're immediately better. So would – and I, I honestly think that we – let's, let's kind of do this, and then maybe we'll table the rest of the Baker discussion for the Patreon yeah. for the after hours. Because there's more to this game. Oh, no, <laughs> we, we've spent a lot of time on this, but once we go to the defense, we could be here all night. Yeah. But uh, real quick, so would you pay – Baker, based on what you've seen so far this year, would you pay him more than Kirk Cousins? No. Would you pay him more than Carson Wentz? No. Would you pay him more than Ryan Tannehill? No. Would you pay him more than Matthew Stafford? Definitely not. Would you pay him more than Derek Carr? No. Would you pay him more than Tom Brady? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, Tom Brady's making 25. 25 a year. Derek Carr, 25. Matthew Stafford, 27. Jimmy G, 27.5. And then, then you get down into the rookie contracts after that. But I mean, I think the, I think the comp- why would you why would you at this point put him in? I mean, uh, Russell Wilson's at thirty five. Jared Goff is thirty three. Aaron Rodgers is thirty three. You're not going to pay him forty. That's Dak. You're not going to pay him forty five. That's Mahomes. I think a lot of people used to say that comp to Baker was Kirk Cousins with a higher ceiling, and I'm starting to think it's Kirk Cousins with a lower ceiling. <laughs> Yeah, why well, I'm not, not going to argue. I, I you think know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just, and also, you know, before people jump down my throat, I don't know if it would have mattered who played quarterback yesterday because the defense gave up 45. But that's tough. It's tough to win when you uh, got to score more than 45. But at the same time, two weeks ago, the defense held them to 15 and we lost. So it's not like this was a one time thing. No. Um, but no. So that was some stuff. One. I didn't. I've never wanted to be wrong so much in my life, but going into this game, I f- I was like really right, not to toot my own horn, um, about like what would happen if we run in there and they took away the run game, and right about the offense not being fixed. This is another week now where we scored under sixteen or something like that. So now it's like six of our last eight, I think, that we've scored under sixteen. Somewhere in there. I mean, not going to get it done. No, not going to do it. So, um, so now we move to the other side of the ball. I don't know if you saw this post game. Some of the, I wanted to talk about some of the, uh, some of the things that were said post game, especially by, uh, miles. I did see something miles said. Yeah. Um, uh, so miles after the game said, we didn't make any adjustments on the sideline. He said, we got to get back to the drawing board, see how we can get better, see how we can scheme better and see how we can make adjustments on the fly. We never had a chance because we didn't make any adjustments on the sideline or when we had time to. 
And then I, 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 I've, John Johnson came out and said something too, but I forget what it was. And I don't, I don't even want to guess cause I, I can't remember. Yeah. But I don't think the defensive players, to me, it sounds like they're, they're on the way out when it comes to their defensive coach. If your defensive players or players on any side of the ball, whatever, if they're already, I don't want to use the word quitting. Cause I don't think that's what it is, but if they're already like calling out the coach or insinuating that, Hey, uh, you know, this guy's not putting us in the best position to succeed. That is not good for your team. Number one, it shouldn't be happening. And I kind of, I kind of put that a little bit on Stefanski. Like anytime players like other sports are a different story somewhat, but NFL, like you keep that stuff in house. I guess Stefanski talked to miles today about it. He said in his press conference. Okay. But why, why did miles feel like he could go out there and say that in the first place? And I'm not saying that he was wrong about what he said. I'm saying that he probably shouldn't have said it publicly. No, I'm not going to say he should have said it publicly, but also when you just get stomped like that and, and you're then, frustrated uh, and you're frustrated, sometimes things just come out. And we've been saying that all season, like the, this defense on paper, like we have studs. This defense is rock and rolling with high profile players, big names, athletic freaks that just, uh, they're very good defensive players. They've got to be frustrated. Well, I, I didn't, I didn't pay close enough attention yesterday and I wasn't really watching, but earlier in the week, Joe Woods made a comment about playing more man because he knows that's what we are good at. Uh, did we play more man? Cause it's, it seemed like they still had people like wide open. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and a lot of what they did and I, I noticed this throughout the game, you know, they would almost give miles a release into, into Mac Jones. And then they turn and Jones would just throw the ball over his head to a running back. Oh, the, and they ran right at miles all game, all game. So yep. I, miles is obviously elite. And he's awesome. He might win defensive player of the year. But do you ever notice, like, he pretty much just does one thing. You know, and it's, it, it's he lines up real wide, and he rushes super far up the field and you, and to rush the quarterback. And then the one time he gets there, it's a big sack. But what about the other 39 plays or whatever? And he just, he rushes way up the field past the quarterback. And now all of a sudden this whole side of the field's wide open mm-hmm. because he just rushed 10 yards up the field. And he's, he's obviously still great, but it's like, Hey, can we mix it up? You know, because <laughs> getting one sack a game is great, but it's not that awesome. If you get that one sack and then the rest of the game, you don't really do anything. Uh, he had, wow. His sack yesterday was his only tackle. You know, and the, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and he, and trust me, I know miles is awesome. Please don't No, That's not, what, yeah, like not you, what we're saying. It's kind of like when LeBron was on the Cavs and he's the best player in basketball, but you hated that. He just dribbled the ball for 23 seconds and then would shoot at the end of the shot clock. And you're like, man, he's really awesome. But I wish he'd not like, do that. Pass the ball get a better shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Miles is still awesome, but it's just like, man, I felt like there was like a game or two stretch where we were moving him around and he was doing some cool things. And then now we're back to just, he's just firmly planted out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Stefanski came out today then in his press conference, there's another quote I want to talk about and I didn't hear him say it. So I didn't hear like the inflection of his voice or how he said it, 
but just on paper when I read it, he said, I think we need to just, I think we just need to talk as a staff and make sure we're all doing our parts during the week, during the game, giving our guys a chance to succeed. Just like any week, we'll have those conversations. To me, that sounds like he's calling out the defense too. What? <laughs> what? In my opinion, doesn't that, isn't that what it kind of sounds like? Yes. What? Why is Joe Wood still here? I think because good organizations don't make moves mid-season. Are we a good or? I mean, seriously. We're what, trying to be. We're 500. That's all we're going to be this year. <laughs> so I don't think you can fire mid-season. Just because, I mean, what does it do? For me, what it does is it gives, it gives somebody else the opportunity to try something different with this roster of defensive players. Because like we talked about earlier this year, a lot of these guys are on one-year deals. So... We're kind of using this year as like a, uh, who are we bringing back? Who's sticking? Who's leaving? And I do not feel like we're getting any sort of fair evaluation of our defensive roster with Joe Woods as the coordinator. It's the fact that the players are coming out and saying there's no adjustments. We've been saying that for months. Yeah. Obviously, we're right. You know what I mean? Like, that that is bad. And what's crazy, we finally gave up 100 yards to somebody. We got bullied. Oh, by Mondre Stevenson looked like I didn't even know who that was. <laughs> oh, you should because of Zach yeah. and his Oklahoma yeah, fandom. But uh, yeah. they they bullied us up front. Oh man, they ran it down our throats. And and that's the thing. Like the part they of were our missing defense, Damian Harris. I know that's the scary part. Like the part of our defense that was supposed to like had it had been good pretty much the whole season was our run defense. Never a hundred yard rusher. We pretty much bottled people up. It's just getting beat downfield. Not yesterday, man. Stevenson was, geez, is he good? Yeah, it was. We we made him look great. We made him look really good. Yeah, and it's just so I, defensively. That the problem is, there's we're so up and down. I don't know what to do. I know one week we're like, oh, that's uh, what went right. Defense, defense, defense. The next week we're not even doing a what went right section, guys. Yeah, nothing. Good teams don't have the that kind of up and down. Good teams, you know, all right, we were a little down on this side of the ball today or whatever, but it's not like this. These swings are ridiculous. You know what went right? Anthony Schwartz got a concussion, so he doesn't return <laughs> kicks anymore. <laughs> Dude, I was going to bring that up. Why are we starting every freaking drive from the 15? Every time he brings it out, I'm like, I'm throwing well, stuff to the, the TV. Some, yeah. Sometimes they're not even kicking into the end zone anymore. They're kicking it down to like yeah. the five. Be- I thought he was fast. <laughs> It's like he's done nothing he, to convince he me that he is, he's fast. He runs really, really fast right into people. Yeah, he got, I mean, he got smoked. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, hey, man, how about like a little bit of wiggle or something? <laughs> it, it was, and I just say that yeah. being, I don't, I'm not happy he got a concussion. No, 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 joke. not at all. And, yeah, but I mean, seriously, at this point in the season, you want to see a little bit more, hey, there's a little more flash or potential out of your third round pick. A guy who's supposed to have Olympic speed. I watch them run end arounds and get tripped up well, by that's DNs. That's the thing, though. We talked about this in the draft season. They always say, like, you know, speed in the 40 doesn't always translate to speed on the field. And you could have a guy who was – Dearness Johnson was super slow in his pro day. He doesn't look slow on the field. Like, I don't know, man. The Schwartz pick always had me kind of like, really? Are you sure? And it's done nothing to change my mind. No. So – Week after week one, I was like, "Holy crap, this guy might be decent," and he has fallen off a cliff since. Then. Oh my gosh! Yeah. yeah, you know, at one point yesterday in the the third quarter, only one receiver had a catch on our team. Jarvis Landry had one catch for, for eleven yards. yards. He had his other three catches in the fourth quarter. Yeah, 
Yep. And they were from Keenum, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, tune in to the after hours because, yeah. yeah, we're trying um, to keep it. But I mean, come on, Browns fans. If you guys watched the game yesterday, there's no, you can't be happy right now. No, and here's the thing. I'll, we'll probably get like 20 views this week because nobody. <laughs> yeah, nobody watches no, when they no, suck. Yeah, because uh, it was real quiet out there. There is nothing. Nothing on Twitter, nothing on YouTube comments. No, and even thing, our Patreon group was quiet. Like we, yeah. And the brutal thing is, we're watching the local broadcast, so we had to watch the whole stinking game. Yeah, you know, everybody around the the country got to at least get switched to a different game at one point. What's crazy too is now next week we'll roll in, we'll play Detroit. The offense will look great. Next week we'll hear all about how look how great the offense uh, was, and then we get the Ravens, and we're gonna get absolutely smoked and. Then we get two weeks with that one, the bye week. Yeah. Yeah. At least we can't lose that week. The, what's so disappointing, too, about yesterday's loss is the Steelers tied in the Ravens' loss. Yes. If we could have just won that game. Oh, my God. I feel like we always lose that well, game. Well, if we could have won that game and if we would have beaten the Steelers two weeks ago, now we're sitting very, very pretty in yeah. the AFC North because other teams are starting to really kind of struggle. We got seven games left. You got to win what? At least if you went only win five of them, you don't, you're you're playing. Not guaranteed with, anything. No, Mm-mm. I don't feel confident we're going to win five more games. I don't either. When I was looking at the schedule yesterday, I think there might be four or five more losses. Yep. Tell I'm, me on the rest of our schedule who you think we're going to beat. I'll tell you who. Lions I, and Bengals, maybe. Maybe, because I'm telling you, I know. We, we beat the Bengals pretty good. But they're probably not going to throw a 100-yard pick on the no, first drive not, again. The thing is, and we embarrassed them in their stadium, and now we're falling apart. They're not going to – they're going to remember that. You know what I mean? They are they are a good offense. And if our defense plays even a little bit like yesterday, we're done. And so we got Lions, who I want to say is going to be a win – but what Browns I won't lock any. I won't lock anything. Yeah, at this point. Do you think we're going to win either game against the Ravens right now? At this point, no, I I'm, don't. I'm not. No, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced Lamar is not going to run wild on us. And then, and even though their defense is extremely suspect, what offense is going to put up points against anybody right now? That and then we play the Packers. Nope. You think? Nope. You think we're nope. going to even score on them? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Their defense has been playing lights out. I just saw a stat. They played Kyler, or they played Kyler, Russ, and the Chiefs the last three weeks and have given up one touchdown to those guys. Yeah, well, yesterday was ugly. Yeah, you think you think we're going to score? Not like not the way we were playing In this Lambeau year. on Christmas Day? No, but, hey, you know, at least I'll get to enjoy Christmas meals with my family, not to worry about the game because yeah. I'll be like, oh, they're still losing. Spike my eggnog so I pass out during it. <laughs> right. Um, what yeah. about the Raiders? We beating the Raiders? So they're kind of free-falling, but I thought we would have beat them last year, and then they steamrolled us, ran all over us. Yeah. So I, I don't know. If the, you know, the Browns team that shows up against the Bengals comes out, we might go seven and zero. Remember, we have to go to Pittsburgh, yeah, and play. We already we already let them beat us at home. Mm-hmm. So now we have to go there and try to win. And you know, if there's something on the line for them at the end, who are you giving the edge to? Definitely them. They've got the edge. They've got the thing is, yeah. I don't want to go into the Steelers, but that's the thing too. They were talking about yeah. today on Cleveland Browns Daily is. A lot of these teams that we're going to be in fight for playoff spots with, they have the tiebreaker over us. 
Chargers, uh, Patriots, Chiefs, Chiefs. Um, you know, it, depending on what happens with the Raiders. Yeah. The easiest way to make the playoffs is to win the division. Yes. So you 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 got to win the rest of your division games, basically, and that includes sweeping Baltimore. Good luck. I. It's tough. It's tough. We're we're all in a tough spot right now. I mean, after that game was just. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to get some people that say, okay, you know, one bad game, you know, this or that, you know, we're not going to lose 45 to seven every week. Guys, we lost 45 to seven to a rookie quarterback. Okay. We, we, I talked about this last week in the preview. I was like, oh man, this is, this is the game we tee off on. The, it's a rookie quarterback. Let's force him into mistakes, not force him to look like Tom Brady. He looked so good. I mean, seriously, he looked like. Not not Tom Brady now, but like when Tom Brady was like maybe five years in the league. And what's crazy is he did some things too, like his touchdown pass into double that he threw up. His touchdown to Hunter Henry on the out route was super nice. How about just his touch passes? Yes, touch. Throwing the ball, floating it up over defenders, over his receivers to where if the receiver can't reach out and grab it, it's dropping to the ground. But he's not overthrowing that. You know what I mean? He's putting it in a spot perfectly his one touchdown too in the middle of the field he catches the snap he looks left the whole time and then last second comes back right and the guy's wide open you can see henry on that one yeah you can see i think it's malcolm smith jump to the right follow his eyes and then come right back and then he he stood no chance does our quarterback do that mac jones's play what are they at what are they 10 games 10 games in the nfl he looked damn good yeah, touch. Touch is something like people gave Odell crap for drops in Cleveland. Um, you never get the ball, and then all of a sudden it's fourth and two, and you haven't touched the ball in a quarter and a half, and then you you run a four-yard slant, and your quarterback rifles it at 110 miles per hour at you, and you haven't caught a ball since pregame two hours ago. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. We're, we're about to, we're, what time is it? 6.02. Here in about two and a half hours. We're about to find out. We're going to find out. Oh, Lord. But um, anything else you want to touch on? I just want to say not the greatest game for um, our first round pick, Greg Newsom. Um, who else? They, uh, what, what Troy, Hill, Troy Hill got Troy released got, from the hospital, so that's good news. Uh, what happened? Did they say? It was a neck, something with his neck, neck sprain, neck, neck bruise. Is it like a season enders? He out for three games, six games? I'm not sure. Okay. I just saw that he was released. Maybe no hospital. update yet. Yeah. So, I mean, we can just talk about a couple other really bad. What, your stat about third downs. Please, oh, for the audience. Uh, this, <laughs> this is all you need to know about our offense. That's supposedly fixed last week. Um, in the last three games, the Browns are three of thirty-one on third down. Yikes! Is that what I said? Or did I say three of thirty-one or five of thirty-one when I came in? You said five. Five. Yeah, of you thir- said five. Five of thirty-one on third down in the last three weeks. We got one of them yesterday. One of eleven of yesterday. Eleven. Oh, three man. of nine against the Bengals. So again, the offense was fixed, but we were you know three of nine. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what that was. If I'm wrong, I'm just trying to remember, so don't kill me. Right. And then whatever we got against the Steelers, it was terrible. And meanwhile, teams are converting third downs at like a historic clip against us. It's like 75 to 80%. I think they were 6 of 6 at one point yesterday, and then I, I forget. I think it was Hunter Henry 
it was like third and seven, eight, something like that. And I was sitting there and my wife, she's been kind of under the weather. So she was on the couches and, and I just, she wasn't watching the game or anything, you know, but I still looked at her and I'm like, they're going to pick up this third down right as Mac Jones is snapping the ball. And he floats the ball up over a defender into Hunter Henry's hands. He comes down with it. I said, there you go. There it is. Seven to seven. <laughs> every time, every time we can't get off the field. Yep. And that's why it's 45 to seven. Well, that's why it's 45. The seven, we've already talked about that. Yep. It's five of 31 guys. Six games where we score 16 or less. There's, there's too much goodness on our offense to be this bad it, it's i don't know it's just super discouraging too like i'm not happy that i was appeared to be right i'm not happy you appeared to be right either but at the same time i can't i just i can't argue with you i can't defend what i'm seeing out there it's not good it's bad it's 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 they were 78 percent on third down yesterday we were nine you're not going to win a game. No. You can't win a game. Seven, like and the thing is, 78 is kind of like, that's just the norm. Like, teams just pick up 75% of their third downs against us. Yeah, and it's not like they were all third and ones, guys. No. They were third and longs. What about the one play? You remember it was uh, first and 20. What was it? No, no, no. I'm thinking of a different play, but it was like third and 13, and they ran a 20-yard screen pass. I'm like, this... Here's Forget the thing: it. is say they it. get a holding on the first play, and it goes to first and twenty. That happened. I would bet my house it is going to be second and seven. Well, there was there was a first and twenty <laughs> yesterday, and they got the first down on first and twenty. It's it's like it's first and twenty, and we immediately go into pre prevent defense. Yeah, and they pick up twelve to thirteen yards on first down, and then they get six yards on second down, and now a drive that started first and twenty is now third and two. It's like, come on, first and 20, how about we bring some pressure? Yeah. It, if there's, and I, I'm definitely not going to play the drop, but if there's anything that looked good yesterday, I mean, Dearness Johnson is, he can be a bell cow running back. 19 for 99, he ran 5.2 a clip against the Patriots. Like our offensive line is still doing well with the run game, and he was our leading receiver. No, too, that's another thing, too. Is I'm, people telling me, well, the, line's not, the line is the best pass blocking line in the league. Yeah. We're getting sacked because we're holding the ball forever. Yep. 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 Like, yep. 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 <laughs> that's what I said. You you don't get to play on an all-star team. You know what I mean? You there's a, If you're a really good team, you have six elite guys on your team. You don't get to have 20. Right. Right. So, well, anything else you want to touch on? Because it was bad, and I feel like I could say the same things over and over and over again. But no. I don't want to, you know, bore no, everybody. I would, I would rather not. I, everybody, if you watch the game, this is about all you want to hear. Yep. Uh, let us know what you guys think. Um, but if you're ready, I do have some good news as far as the, the announcement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, let's cheer this up. Yeah. Uh, I almost forgot. <laughs> I was going to let you do this before we got into everything. And, uh, yeah, and, and then we kind of got a little too far into the ugh, Yeah, we yesterday. got some really cool exciting news things might not be great for the browns right now but hey the dogs dogs are doing all right so amaze media reached out and they asked us to be the official uh podcast of the cleveland browns on their newly launched pigskin podcast network so we are now sponsored by DraftKings. 
So if you see the little DraftKings logo in the bottom of the video screen, that's because that's awesome. And then there's a <laughs> promo code there. So if you go to DraftKings, you use uh, promo code TPPN for the Pigskin Podcast Network. Um, I actually don't even know what you get, but I'm about to read it. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very. This I'm just, just getting so into it. Yeah. It's just so much fun, but. Uh, so uh, who out there is ready to score some free bets? Uh, you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook. So it's the official sports betting partner of the NFL. So new customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. That's kind of Sounds sweet. pretty cool. And I've been playing DraftKings for years. Like, I, like I've tried some of the other Daily Fantasy apps, but DraftKings, by far, my favorite. I need to get into it. It's so much fun. Uh, when a team scores, you score. So if the sports book isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy sports contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So head on over to your app store, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN and just bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. But that's exciting, man. It's awesome. So we're te- awesome. we're like an official Cleveland Browns podcast now. We are. Yep. Yeah, so head over to the uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out. I mean, they've got they're uh, they've got pretty much one podcast representing any, every NFL team. They're trying to build out their college football section two so they're trying to get podcasts for each of those teams they've got some fantasy podcasts on there i know they hit it big with hockey they, hockey they was what they with started with they yeah. got like real big with it so it's pretty cool it's, it's pretty, awesome it's pretty awesome yeah. so we're thankful for them for that they wanted us we're thankful for all you guys uh, for listening that made them want us so this was a total team effort yeah yeah so <laughs> you guys you guys deserve the credit for this too so Absolutely. we appreciate that um well i think we'll go ahead and wrap this one up that way we can move on to some other hopefully bigger and better things uh (laughs) thanks for checking out this episode hopefully it wasn't too bad with just the two of us um at least one of these guys should be back next week to round out the crew a little bit better um make sure you guys uh tune in on thursday check out our preview for the lions game uh to the dogs after hours guys we'll see you on that episode and uh we'll see you guys next week or on thursday hopefully we're in better spirits Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and join the dogs.com. Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, 
and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Superbeets Heart Chews Advance are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Superbeets Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.